0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: This is the American Psycho Lance Hoyt, and you are listening to the Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. When they're not covering the sports world, they're talking about the world of professional wrestling. It's Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Now with Justin Simmons, here's Stu Myrick. It is Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on The Horn, 104.9 AM, 1260, hornfm.com. Stu Myrick, Justin the Smash Simmons got caught in traffic because it is Austin, so He'll be joining us as soon as he gets here, but what a show. And we're going to start up with probably the best news that has happened in the last, you know, that we heard at the beginning of the month. We started seeing the tweets about mid-March and then the news came back. The circus is back. Wrestle Circus is coming back. They're coming back in, in May. And to tell us all about it, it's been way too long since we've had this man on the air Joining us on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline, it is the owner and head promoter for Wrestle Circus, our good friend Al Leonard. So Al, I know we got we've got wrestling to talk about, but the the biggest story is how is Lexi and how is Little Fallon?
2: <laughs> hey, Stu, thanks for having me on. Appreciate as always uh, uh, the time and, and being able to talk with you. But uh, yeah, we're. We're excited to be coming back. Lexi and Fallon are doing great. Uh, you know, we took a, a hiatus there for a year that Lexi and I started a family. And so um, now that uh, the pregnancy is done with, and you know, we've got a 12 week newborn at home, but um, you know, we're excited to be bringing Wrestle Circus back and, and joining our wrestling family again.
1: So let's let's go back a year. So the last time we were together for Russell Circus was in March of last year, uh, and at the time, the narrative was we were have they you, you had problems with Eight Hundred Congress. There wasn't really a suitable venue. A the fact that you that Russell Circus is coming back to Eight Hundred Congress. What changed with Eight Hundred Congress? to allow the circus to come back to town
2: yeah you know it's one of those things where you know it almost seems like as cliche as it is it's like everything kind of happens for a reason right i mean we we took the hiatus of course because of family reasons not because of the venue issues necessarily um of course the venues uh were kind of an issue at the time but you know we had afs cinema where inspire pro runs willing to work with us inspire pro we've always had a great relationship with those guys and they were cool with us running out of there. But, you know, really the big thing was us, uh, wanting to start a family. And then while that happened, um, at one point, uh, we had just, you know, we knew at one point we wanted to bring Circus back. We, of course with 800 Congress, um, you know, one of the issues was just that place has become such a, uh, big attractive, uh, event, venue for companies and weddings and receptions and things of that nature and you know rightfully so they've been able to up their prices and you know they pretty they stay in a really high demand so um but you know we knew Circus, we wanted to bring it back we got in contact with them and we were able to work something out we did have to move our shows from Saturdays to Sundays Sundays are a little bit easier for them and they can be a little bit more flexible on the pricing for it so um, so yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, something where, you know, uh, the timing was right. Um, we were able to reconnect with the right people there at 800 Congress. They wanted us back and, uh, you know, it, everything kind of fell into place.
1: Yeah. And I did notice that, that the date is on a Sunday, the, so the venue being, Having a better availability, I guess, would be the impetus because you haven't run on Sundays before. You're usually on Saturday nights, right?
2: Correct. Yeah. We've always run um, Saturday nights in the past in Austin. So it's a little bit of a change for us, but, you know, Inspire Pro typically runs Sunday. We've seen, you know, great support for wrestling shows on Sunday across the country. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we certainly understand that, you know, the people driving in from Dallas or Houston. Um, or, or San Antonio, they have a little bit of a drive, and you know, unfortunately, we can't do too much about it. But um, you know, we we certainly appreciate those guys that put in the miles and come out to the shows. But you know, we 800 Congress is such a big part of our history, and our fans really love that venue. The the atmosphere there is just such a perfect, just such such a perfect um, place for for wrestle circus. So, you know, we had to we had to meet them in the middle, and you know, really, we were just happy that they were. Um, flexible with
1: us absolutely talking to al leonard the owner and promoter for wrestle circus follow him on twitter at wrestle circus and they are coming back on may may 12 uh, excuse me may may 12th 12th. yeah uh Um, and that, that that was the other thing because may has become you know this jam packed month of wrestling in austin with you guys with inspire with sabotage and with aaw uh I mean how how cool is it going to be that you guys get to kick off such a, a an eventful month of May for wrestling in Austin.
2: Yeah, you know, I think it, I think it speaks volumes to the wrestling fans that we have here in Austin, right? I mean, you've got AEW coming down from Chicago, which Chicago as it is is probably the biggest hotbed for professional wrestling in in the US if uh if they're not number 1, they're certainly in the top 3 um so you know to see a promotion uh, recognize the the strong uh, fan base here in austin and, and make the trip down to throw a show in austin as they've done a couple times since wrestle circus went on hi- hiatus um you know again i think it just speaks volumes about the fans that we have here i know that each one of the shows is going to be packed and each one is going to deliver and, you know, I think it's a, a great experience for the fans because I think they're, each promotion kind of has a different twist. Of course, you've got Sabotage, which is heavily a women's-based wrestling organization. Inspire Pro, you know, I don't know that there's any indie promotion in the country that does more with uh, the local talent that they have. Uh, Inspire Pro, Pro puts on a great show, um, really featuring Texas workers. And, you know, they do a, a good job of typically blending in one or two different um guys from you know across the country but you know then you've got kind of wrestle circus and aw uh, sort of you know following the the super indie model right with with guys that i've uh, kind of already made names for themselves across the country on the indie scene uh we like to try to you know blend in a few local talents as well and of course it, you'll see some of those on AEW as well so um but you know i think it also just speaks to the depth of talent and in independent wrestling right now I've already seen some of the names announced for the AEW show, and while they pride themselves on being as super indie as we are, um, you know, it's still going to be a lot of different talent. Uh, I don't think anybody they've announced for their show um, that's here in Austin is actually booked on our show. So it should be, you know, an action-packed month for, for wrestling fans in Austin. And, uh, yeah, of course, we're super excited to kick it off. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to attending the shows as well.
1: Absolutely. Now I've got to ask so when the tweets started coming out which by the way using the horror scene tweets were were very uh cryptic and at the same time a little creepy uh, but <laughs> at the same time I've got to imagine that once those started to get out and the hints were starting to become a little more obvious how much how much I mean I've got to imagine the fans were absolutely Clamoring, and they were, you know, filling up your timeline and filling up your text and everything. Not just fans, but I've got to imagine wrestlers as well. I saw lots of feedback from from wrestlers that have wrestled in Wrestle Circus applauding the return. What what was that like?
2: Um, you know, I think it's it's always been a little bit overwhelming for myself and for Lexi and uh, for my entire family. Just you know, we grew up wrestling fans, right? I mean, we grew up. Uh, very uh, modestly very uh, humbly and uh you know wrestling was something that kind of you know for my brother myself my father it kind of kept our family together during some hard times in our lives and so you know to go from that such big wrestling fans and then to you know grow up and be able to start our own promotion and, and then for it to kind of blow up the way that it has and you know, to have the support of the fans and um, and then the wrestlers who not just reached out to us once we were coming back, but, you know, throughout the entire hiatus, we kept in touch with a lot of wrestlers, a lot of people that, you know, they went to either WWE during the hiatus that we used to work with or they went to Ring of Honor or New Japan or signed with Impact or whatever it may be. Um, you know, people were always checking in on us, checking in on Lexi during her pregnancy. And, you know, that just it, it warms our heart. It, it really uh rings true to our whole you know circus family vibe that we try to put out there so you know to see the the warm reception from fans and to see the warm reception from the wrestlers who are excited to be back to have us back um you know it just makes it all the more worth it to come back and be able to to uh you know start the experience up all over again
1: i will i will say this walking around when i was in new york for wrestlemania weekend and when the news finally broke that yes, Russell Circus coming back. I was at I was actually at RussellCon. And I'm running into Scorpio Sky and the SCU boys and Leva. And it that, that was the that was the buzz. The buzz, oh my God, the circus is coming back. We gotta get back together. Let's do it. Come on, let's go. And that was that that just I mean, that speaks to what you and Lexi and everyone at Russell Circus has built. Uh, to have that kind of buzz that a year later, after taking a whole year off, like you said, having a family, the beautiful daughter, Fallon, to come back like that and have that kind of buzz, that speaks volumes about what you've created. Yeah,
2: you know, I mean, I think it's really just something that that was part of our goal from the beginning, right? Of course, um, you know, my brother, Jordan Lennox, was wrestling for you know six seven years before we started wrestle circus and i heard all the stories about you know hitting the road and it's a tough lifestyle for a lot of uh, a lot of those wrestlers and you know there's plenty of promotions who treat people very well and then there's plenty of promotions that don't right and so um you know we definitely wanted to be one of those promotions that treat people well and we put the people first we put the wrestlers and the fans first and um, you know, we, we try to make sure everybody's taken care of, uh, you know, Lexi is uh, my wife, of course, certainly uh, she's kind of the mama bear. And is always making sure that everybody has everything that they need and that everybody's comfortable and, you know, that people are well fed and make sure that everybody has, you know, their room is set, just everything from the hotel to, you know, being picking picked up at the airport, which, you know, uh, uh, we've had so much help from, from our, the entire community here to, to make sure that our shows run well. So, you know i think that you go that extra mile and take that extra step for some of our uh, wrestlers and um and then they pay it back right when when rust circus when we came back for for you know tessa blanchard who's blowing up on the indie scene but not just that she's on television and cage and for so many of these guys right that have uh, of course scorpio sky right now part of aew from the ground up um you know for them to put out tweets saying that you know wrestle Circus, among uh, of all places is you know one of the favorite places or their favorite place to work um, you know again it just it's it's it, it'll never stop being cool to the wrestling fan and me to see stuff like that
1: absolutely I mean I remember so when SU was here for for Inspire and Scorpio Sky gave you guys all gave wrestle Circus so much love you know during their appearance here and it, it spoke volumes it, it was really cool so Let's talk about, I mean, this card is has been really stacked. And, oh, by the way, he's finally made it through North Austin traffic. We say hi for the first time to my tag team partner, Justin, the Smash Simmons.
3: Hey, good to see you, Stu. Al, it's terrific to hear from you, sir. Justin, likewise. It's good
2: to hear your voice.
3: Man, you must have been busy. New dad, new things <laughs> in the works. I don't know when you find time to work on this. yeah it's uh i mean i've
2: got a lot of help right so um it's
3: uh well it's definitely a family affair that's for sure yeah
2: it's a family affair it's a passion project you know it's something that you know we we do put a lot of time into but it's also something that you know our family enjoys doing and so it's something that you know while we're taking care of the baby we're throwing around ideas for booking matches and uh and uh You know, playing living room booker. So, So, are you telling
3: me that the uh, Wrestle Circus onesie will be available at this coming
1: event? (laughs) They've got (laughs) to do that. Come on.
2: Yeah, I mean, so uh, Fallon won't be the first one to have it. It's actually funny when Brian Cage and Melissa Santos have. Uh, their baby girl. Oh well, gosh, I guess a little over a year and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Now, um, we sent we we actually sent them a wrestle circus onesie. So uh, there actually has been one in production before, and uh, and Fallon will certainly have one for
1: uh, for show day as well. Absolutely, I can I can only imagine they'll it'll look adorable. Um, a couple of couple of names on here that we haven't seen before in wrestle circus. Uh, a couple of them that are I'm familiar with. We'll start with Peter Avalon. Uh, a big talent out of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Championship Wrestling from from Arizona. The last time I saw him, though, I think he was he was getting paintbrushed by Tim Storm. But talk about Peter Avalon! That's uh, he is he's one of those talents that's very unique. Very uh, he's one of those smarmy heels that everybody loves to hate. Yeah, you
2: know Peter Avalon's somebody that we've been in contact with for a long time, and it seems like you know things never lined up in our last run. Um, He's somebody that, you know, he came up through the Southern SoCal scene. As you mentioned, he's he's a regular there with the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and from Arizona scene. Um, You know, just a great worker. Somebody that I know is on the radar of some of the big leagues as well. Um, You know, we're we're excited to have him. It's like you said, you know, he's definitely a me heel. I fully expect the crowds going to be booing him like crazy in no time. Um, But, you know, he's one of those guys that I think – a place like wrestle circuit for him, you know, to get in with a a super indie, it's kind of like that next step for him, right? He's sort of, um, he's, he's risen up through the ranks. He's a regular at bar wrestling, but you know, it's kind of like he needs a PWG or a wrestle circus or an MLW or AAW or something like that to kind of break through that next level. And so, we're excited that you know we're going to be able to kind of give him that opportunity. Um, certainly something that he's more more than earned and is certainly well deserving of. Um, but you know, Russell Circus will just be you know just uh, just like all these guys. It's like we're always excited to be a small step in their grand journey to try to you know achieve their dream of one day you know having a WrestleMania moment or making it to uh, WWE. But yeah, we're you know we're going to have fun bringing Peter Avalon in, and I think that our fans are they're going to love them and then really quickly they're going to hate them so uh, that's the perfect combination right there
3: how much has the landscape of independent professional wrestling changed since your last show uh, to making to this show uh, oh my uh, gosh yeah <laughs> i mean at least in your eyes when it comes to booking the talent and kind of putting everything together
2: yeah you know i mean we've definitely seen the indies get rated by wwe by aew by you know ring of honor there's gosh just during our hiatus it seems like there's probably i don't know another handful of guys that came through wrestle circus that were signed by wwe um of course impact you know tessa and cage have landed big deals with impact um or of course you know we're still able to use them and you know luckily i think based on with our reputation and Um, We've brought in a lot of guys who are, you know, booking or decision makers at places like AEW or Impact or, you know, even Ring of Honor and stuff like that. So we have a good reputation and, you know, we've been able to work some things out with some of the uh, some of these places where, you know, we're able to still bring in Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky and Joey Janela and some of these guys that are signed to AEW that um you know they're getting approved to work our shows where uh they might not get approved to do some others so um yeah i mean you know we've just uh that's part of you know it's just part of doing good business with people and taking care of people and we've had some of that paid back to us but you know yeah you, you hit it you know the landscape it's it's changed but you know there's so much depth in in wrestling right i mean you look at our card and i'm as excited about this card as i've ever been for any of our cards so Um, you know, I, I think that it speaks to the indie boom that we're in, of course, you know, huge names have gotten signed. Um, but you know, it's sort of like rebuild and reload and, um, and now we've got another wave of guys that are coming up and, you know, I fully expect that, you know, within the next six months, there's going to be a few of these guys that are on this show that are then signed with AEW or WWE or ring of honor or new Japan or wherever else. Right. And then we'll be out looking for new guys to replace.
1: You know, you and you mentioned about the AEW guys like Guevara and Janelle, and you've got those two in a match against each other. That's going to be one of those matches where we don't quite know what to expect because Guevara, Sammy Guevara, we know, a high flyer, can can do flips all over the place, great kicks. Joey Janelle, on the other hand, there is no playbook for him. I, I mean, I did I tried to do commentary as, alongside him uh, a couple months ago, and it was as as a as crazy as it was as a commentator. He's that much more crazy as a wrestler. Uh, what do you expect to see in this match?
2: Yeah, well, uh, I mean, you know, we, we uh, Joey Janelle is one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, he's a total wild card. Um, I'm excited for the match. It's one. It's only happened one time ever before, and that was in 2017 at PWG as Ebola uh, first round match um you know i heard great things about it pwg of course is always difficult for people to see unless they get it on dvd um so you know the masses most people haven't seen this match before um you know i fully expect i expect the unexpected right i mean uh, janela he could use anything as a weapon or he could go straight wrestling style i've seen him do everything He's been very vocal uh, against Wrestle Circus in the past, and then of course we've got Sammy Guevara, who's represented us not just here in Texas and at Wrestle Circus, but across the world. He's kind of carried that Mr. Wrestle Circus name with them. Uh, you know, of course he's been a big name in AAA now, and um, you know he wrestled, uh, he represented Wrestle Circus in the Impact tournament. Uh, what was that a year ago or two years ago so you know it's kind of like mr Russell circus against mr Russell circus in the main event and, uh we're excited to see what happens
1: i think i am too i think we we are all excited to see what happens uh tickets are on sale now you can go to russell Is it, it is sunday may 12th seven o'clock central from 800 congress and as always it'll be live streamed via twitch al um it's it's just it's really good to hear the word wrestle circus being bantied about in pro wrestling again. And uh it it's gonna be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. This I mean, we're talking what, four weeks? Can
3: I can I ask, were you shocked yeah. at the at the response when you kind of teased that you guys were coming back? Or kind did you kinda already know that, you know, people were hungry, kind of made the heart grow fonder because you had the hiatus, or what were yeah. your emotions when it came to this?
2: You know, I, um, it, it's kind of one of those things I knew that people wanted it back. Right. I mean, we wanted it back. Um, you know, family, of course, starting our family was the most important thing to us. Uh, but you know, the wrestling community has become family to us as well. And so, you know, we missed it. We knew we wanted it back. We, you know, we never stopped hearing about it. It's, and, um, you know, it, it was just, it felt right. And then of course, you're always a little bit nervous, right? You know, when tickets go on sale or whatever, is it going to be crickets or are we going to come back to no response? But, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, the talent speaks for themselves, like like the talent that we bring in and the buzz that they spread about us and, you know, just the overall positive vibes from the internet wrestling community. I mean, it's pretty hard to to have a a positive fan base on Twitter. And I feel like somehow (laughs) we've accomplished that um, for the most part. Well, you also
3: have the Discord channel now.
2: Yeah, we've got the Discord channel. You know, we Wrestle Circuits. We've always kind of tried to push that the the limits on technology and modernizing you know things with independent wrestling and um you know now that we have a discord channel i just saw the gcw who's doing great things across the country with you know janela and that group but uh game changer wrestling they just started a discord yesterday so you know i mean we we were always trying to be forward thinking and i think that that helps independent wrestling i think it um it helps just you know the fans right the fans love to interact with the wrestlers and they like to kind of get a peek behind the curtain of what it's like and I think fans are always kind of surprised to see that oh you know Al and Lexi are just a couple you know 32 year old uh you know family type people that you know are, are not uh You know, we're not millionaires and we're not, uh, or, you know, we're not former wrestlers who didn't make it or something like that. We're just, uh, you know, just wrestling fans that started a wrestling company and, uh, are having a good time
1: with it. I love it. That's the way it's always been. And I'm glad it's back. Wrestle Circus Encore Sunday, May 12th at 800 Congress. Al Leonard is always good to hear from you, my friend, all the best to you. All the best to Lexi and Fallon, uh, Looking forward to seeing more and more of you, and we will be there on May 12th.
2: Awesome. Thanks so much, Stu. Good to hear from you guys as well. Thanks, Justin. I uh, look forward to seeing you guys May 12th, and um, if I don't talk to you before, then we'll see you that at at 800 Congress.
1: You know, and as I told Al, you know, the buzz in New York was real. When, that, when the announcement hit, Wrestle Circus Encore, there were a lot of people talking about it. So,
3: oh, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, I follow a lot of independent twitters on for independent professional wrestling and, and see what the buzz is, the likes. And I mean, as soon as Wrestle Circus started tweeting out just little, you know, gifs uh-huh. of uh, how they're kind of re- <laughs> reawakening to come back to this moment, I mean, people were just all over it. So, the fact that they are back for sure, the show is taking place uh, next month, uh, I I assume that we're going to see a sold-out house and everybody's going to be really rowdy just for it to to really be welcomed back.
1: Yeah, I agree. And again, that kicks off a huge May of wrestling in Austin, so should be a should be an incredible month and it'll kick off with WrestleCircus. Cir- uh, we're going to take this quick timeout. When we come back, we got to give our thoughts on the Superstar Shakeup, including the Viking Experience. You love it. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss that <laughs> and more on the other side of this break you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling and you're listening to The Horn
0: yo, this is Desmond Xavier, and you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling.
1: It'll be good to see Desmond Xavier back in the ATX. <laughs> it's been a while. When Wrestle Circus comes back on May 12th. Sports Guys Talking Wrestling on the Horn. Stu Myrick, Justin the Smash Simmons. So we have completed this year's version of the WWE Superstar Shakeup.
3: You mean the draft?
1: Yes, the draft. <laughs> and, and shout out to our our good friend Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling for pointing out that they should call it the draft. Well, th- but they want to call it the Superstar Shakeup. I, they love alliteration, I guess.
3: They do, and you know, this year though, I have to admit it differentiated between that the shakeup and the draft, I think it really does fit the shakeup more so than the draft because the last couple of iterations, uh, we saw people actually drafting other superstars. And right. this year we didn't even see that. It was just like, okay, now so and so's on yes. Yeah. And which it, was fine. Right. So was, I mean it worked out for me. I didn't think it was
1: that fine. silly. Yeah, whatever. So uh initial thoughts. On, I mean, I guess the big names, AJ Styles goes from SmackDown to Raw, Roman Reigns goes from Raw to SmackDown. Jeez,
3: man, you know I don't mean to be mean, but it kind of feels like they they were all sideway moves, like everybody's interchangeable. Yeah, pretty much. That's
1: exactly what it was.
3: But but that's that that's good for WWE. I think it speaks to the talent level that they have right now in their midst.
1: Well, not to mention the talent glut. Yeah, they've I mean, got so much talent on their roster. I mean, you know, you they pulled people out. Eric Young, for instance, yeah, they like, apparently they're splitting up sanity, which they did nothing with anyway. So I mean, and that was the thing. Last so Monday Night on Raw, when they met, when they announced Eric Young was going to come to Monday Night Raw, talking about the impact he had made. He hadn't done squats since coming coming from NXT. <laughs> but,
3: I, I mean, he has some impact at NXT. It, it he had more impact
1: at Impact. <laughs>
3: well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people have more success at Impact, but that's because it was a completely different company. You have a guy like EC3 who was their champion. now. Poor that's,
1: EC3. Go-, go on. No, no. I, I just I – <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I thought I, you I were remember. just
3: going to talk about, like, how difficult it's going to be for him.
1: Well, consider a fact he shows you know, the first night he shows up as is now an official member of Raw and he gets he gets, you know, blasted by Braun Strowman. Yeah. And this is after months of seeing him backstage looking in the mirror, spritzing himself.
3: Yeah. Running the vignettes.
1: I mean, OK, sure.
3: <laughs> I was like, unfortunately, I mean, there's not too much to get excited about for there, EC3. Yeah,
1: there and I and I feel bad because you know we know we know EC3. Yeah, I
3: mean, it's not to say that he's not talented or he's not a good worker. It's just they have a lot of, of people to choose from, they, and, and there's only so many top spots. And they
1: don't have, yeah, they you know, not everybody
3: could be in the main event. Unfortunately,
1: apparently. But it'd be nice to at least see him in the mid card, or you know something. <laughs> well,
3: I mean, at what point is the mid card no longer the mid card?
1: True, because yeah, it
3: it kind of seems if you're not competing for the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship, you are in the mid card. There really isn't a job guy. That's a main yeah. attraction anymore. So it's kind of, uh, I guess, the only way that you can't. You know what, Stu? I'll put it to you this way. I feel if you are on SmackDown or on Raw and you're not competing for the main title, you are the mid card because if you were below the mid card, you would be on Superstars.
1: And that seems to be what he's, he's been doing lately. In fact, they paired him up with Drake Maverick. A.K.A. Rockstar Spud, yeah, which I, we used to see on DNA.
3: I know, and that's why I don't think it's a bad pairing. It seems that EC three is a. It's weird because he's a good talker in his own right, but he could also use the backup right now because he has nothing yeah. going for him. I with suppose his character, I get it that, you know, at least in WWE.
1: So, real quick one rundown: uh, those superstars moving to Raw. From SmackDown, you had The Miz, Andrade with Selena Vega, Rey Mysterio, The Usos, interesting, Naomi, the aforementioned Eric Young, and AJ Styles. You also had from 205 Live, Cedric Alexander going to Raw. And then from NXT, we thought Lars Sullivan, and we'll get to that in a second, uh, Alistair Black, Ricochet are now officially Raw, EC3, Lacey Evans. <sighs> And the Viking experience?
3: Yay! The Viking experience. Best team name ever. I don't know how come you don't like it.
1: It's, it sounds like something I would... It sounds like a ride at at, at Six Flags. No, don't get me wrong. Let, let's let's preface this. You and I both, we love Ray Rowe and Hanson. Well, yeah. We worked with Ray Rowe back in the War Machine days. And then they came to NXT as the War Raiders, which, by the way... In case you forgot, they're still the NXT tag team champions as war raiders on NXT.
3: Well, they're the so NXT then, champions now known as the Viking Experience. So are NXT. they gonna change
1: their name in NXT as well? Because
3: uh, 'cause they've I been they I don't know if you they saw were war
1: this. raiders at NXT Takeover I mean, New York.
3: If you open up your Twitter and you pull up um, pull up raymond Rowe.
1: yes i know he cha- he's changed his Twitter handle already yeah but you even posted the he's picture eric says, eric he's eric and hanson is now ivar yeah just like all eric the vikings and I- <laughs> I- <sighs> uh, look let's uh, start with this we are thrilled thrilled that Ray Rowe and hanson are now on monday night raw we love those guys um we've worked alongside ray rowe ray rowe was the very first tv wrestler for lack of a better term that we ever had on the show (laughs) back when we started three and a half years ago
3: yeah he definitely had some cachet even back
1: and of course back then he was one half the ring of honor tag team champions so we are thrilled for them we love them to death not to mention now ray and sarah get to be get to travel together you know because of course sarah logan part of the riot squad also on raw the name
3: nobody complained when it was called the jimmy hendrix experience
1: I'm I just saying <laughs> okay now <laughs> see it's true okay right, hold on right? no no okay. no no you can't compare that <laughs> why not you can't compare because a the jimmy hendrix experience was a groundbreaking musical
3: are, are these not a groundbreaking not tag so team? So was,
1: that was forty. So that was before I was born.
3: Yeah, it's still good now. So I mean, the Viking experience is just that—the Viking experience. I mean, it's and not going it. to change. I get it.
1: it. You will get used to it, and it'll be fine as long as they get used right. We'll get used to it, and that's fine. It's just
3: what would you have called them?
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe keep them as War Raiders, since that's what they were in NXT. Uh,
3: I never really liked the War Raiders name war machine was fine i thought war machine was very fitting for them but war raiders it kind of it didn't make any sense to me like how can you raid something it's better than the
1: viking experience it's like oh well, mommy can we go ride the viking experience when we get to
3: well, disney world you know too. now that you said that maybe they'll get them a little viking ship to enter into raw every every time they come down the ring
1: no, see what you started. Have, we can't have that. <laughs> There's no, gonna be a ship and everything. No, now. you need you need Ray and, and Hanson to come in and you know do the pose with the with the gear and and then charge. We need them to do the charge to the ring kind of like what the Road Warriors used to do. But the And just start obliterating whoever their opponent the is.
3: The best personas are the ones that are just the actual person turned up to eleven.
1: Oh, and that's exactly what it is.
3: So like they finally just cut through the treacle. And since he's just alluded to being a Viking for so long, now he's an actual Viking.
1: It's well, Ray no, Ray. he's been a Viking. I mean, he, he does the Viking stuff with, with his wife, by the way. I know they had I the mean, Viking they even marriage. Had the, they had the wedding, yes. But,
3: but the thing is, it's like he wasn't a Viking on TV. Now he's a Viking. So mm. now it's fitting. Because now you just cut through all that treacle, like I just uh, said, and the allusion to the fact that he likes Viking stuff, and now he's just a Viking. I get it. So it I, works I, out okay. Uh, yeah. I, now, I like what to, else would we'll you get, have called we'll them get, if it's not going to be the vi- – if you have to use the word Viking in this tag team, what would you call them?
1: But that's the thing. You don't.
3: But how it's would inferred. I know that they're not Vikings if you don't call them Look at
1: their gear.
3: That gear could come from anywhere. Uh, I, I, have you not seen Mad Max.
1: Well, and maybe, and, and I'm the wrong person to ask, because we know them. We know Ray loves Viking lore yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but... but We like, see his pictures all the time. I'm ask, I'm they're you. doing all the drills, and they're out in the park with, with all the stuff.
3: Yeah, but I'm asking you a simple question. I mean, if you have to keep the Viking name, which apparently you do, what would you call them? The Viking what? Viking something else?
1: How about just the Vikings?
3: Uh, don't you think that NFL team might have an issue with that?
1: I don't think they would. No,
3: is it not trademarked? Uh, I mean, I guess if they didn't wear purple and gold, I guess it'd be okay. Yeah, but that's even a little, that's 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 too generic.
1: Yeah, like Viking experience isn't.
3: Well, it's the Viking experience. I, I the
1: I, I, Viking experience. Yeah, that's even more generic. I look like I said we'll, well I mean, get people- used to it. Hopefully, <laughs> they'll they'll. Village so and plunder and become multiple time raw tag team champions and we'll get used to it and it'll be fine. Um see
3: they could be like the village Vikings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh SmackDown Live gains Finn Balor, Ember Moon, Bailey, Lars Sullivan, Elias, and Roman Reigns from Raw. Plus they get Kyrie same from NXT. She's gonna be in a tag team with Asuka, and they get Buddy Murphy from two oh five live.
3: I mean, I'm glad that at least Oscar has a bit of semi balance when it comes to direction now. Yeah,
1: and, and not to mention, ma- why is Paige managing them? Because and it, it seems you, a little random. I mean, I'm happy for. it. Like, do you not like Page? <laughs> no, I do. I, I like it. Just it just seems a little, little random.
3: I, I feel that I answered this question for you when we were actually uh, watching the show and. Um, I mean, Paige is like classy Freddie Blassie in the sense that she's a former champion. She's I already been there, and she—if anybody can lead anybody to titles—is somebody she's that she's a whole
1: lot cl- cuter than Freddie Blassie.
3: <laughs> well, ever
1: was, and I, Freddie Blassie called himself the Hollywood fashion plate.
3: <laughs> well, you did have a heyday, yeah. But I mean, even the best wrestlers end up becoming Mister Fuji.
1: Bobby Wrestler? Heenan,
3: yeah, all the good ones, do.
1: James J. Dillon,
3: yeah. So when you start really tearing it down, and um, she has a, and she has a much better pedigree wrestler-wise than does. Bobby Heenan and J.J. J. Dillon.
1: Yeah, did. I get that.
3: Yeah, I mean a former. Divas I can champion. accept that
1: more than I accept changing Ray and, and Hanson to Eric and Ivar.
3: Eric and Ivar.
1: Well, I mean, it's got to be. And you, I, do you not think and that I would Ray assume, chose that name? And I would assume, after Eric the Red. Right, I, I get that and I assume there has something to do with cut with trademarks, you know W you know, maybe Ray and Hansen wanted to protect their names in case they ever leave. So this is a way to do it, change their names. That way they've got names that WWE can keep and if they ever leave, then they can go back to being war machine, they can go back to being Roe and Hansen, so on and so forth.
3: Well it seems like that I'm surprised they never had any issues with the war machine name prior to to jumping to the WWE just because know, of the song, and yeah,
1: but they didn't. You know. And
3: the comic book character, right? And, you I know, like that. there's so many different ways because you know they put that stuff on their gear, so it's just yeah. kind of like, well, how do you not run into I've any got, suits? I got one of the T-shirts. You know, maybe I, I don't know the logistics and the and the legalese when it comes to that sort of thing. But yeah, I guess they would just go back to War Machine if they sure. ever hit the Indies or went somewhere else. But yeah. I mean Viking experience. I'm sure that you can call it like the Viking raid, like the Viking raid. Yeah. I guess um, wouldn't have been so I, bad. I don't know. Or I don't know. just or just the Raiders.
1: Um, one. <laughs> why,
3: why are they the Raiders instead of the Vikings? That that would make more sense, right? The Raiders.
1: Well, but then if it's it might be the same issue. Oakland or well, I guess Las Vegas might have something to say. I guess they're still in Oakland. There's still no There's a lot of
3: teams called the Raiders.
1: True. There are Red Raiders. As
3: long as you didn't put them in silver and black, I don't think they would have any issues.
1: True. Very true. Uh, One superstar that we will not see on Raw or SmackDown or anywhere else for that matter, Luke Harper, uh, went on Twitter on Tuesday and has announced he has requested his release from WWE.
3: I mean, good for him that he feels confident in his abilities and that I know there's a lot of people that would like to have him on his, on their shows for sure. And hopefully he'll make a nice living.
1: I'm uh, sure he will. You
3: know, where it will be comparable to what he would have been earning.
1: I bet, I bet, Ring of Honor will be in touch and AEW will be in touch and Impact. You know, in the meantime, hey, um, Al at Wrestle Circus or Biz at Inspire, I bet you'd be good for a show. So
3: you know, I bet you'd be good for an interview too. I saw, I saw. (laughs) um, Yes,
1: he would. So Luke Harper, we may be in touch. Um, I did see where Dirty Andy Dalton was trying to get him to Texas. So that'd be fun. That would be fun. Luke Harper and Andy Dalton together.
3: Oh, definitely. I mean, it it would be it would be good to see Luke Harper do his thing because we just haven't been able to see him wrestle. Uh. The injuries to him, the injuries to his partner, kept him off the air a lot. But I figured, you know, right now that Daniel Bryan was hot. If he would just reassembled with them and went into this whole Wyatt family thing and get pushed into the tag team division again, which they're trying to make strong again on Raw, that he would be a good fit. But I guess maybe he sees that. uh, And there's nothing wrong with taking a chance on yourself. So I don't want people to misconstrue what I'm trying to say here. It's just that it just seemed... It's got to be difficult to walk away from something that's like a sure thing.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, in Cuz I know the you spot You hope for the best.
3: Yeah, cuz I know the spot might not be the most ideal spot professional wise room, but it's like when you look at all the other aspects, it's like the financial security There
1: is. There is that, but some for some people that's not enough.
3: But at the same token, if you already have sat in the WWE you do have that attached to your name, so you are able to to ask for a little yeah. bit more.
1: Yeah, that whole former yeah. WWE superstar does command a little bit extra on the especially on the indie scene. So uh anyway, we wish the best for Luke and hopefully we will see him somewhere in an independent event somewhere. So uh when we come back from this timeout, speaking of independent events, we'll let you know what's happening this weekend on the independent scene in and around the area.
0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
3: This is the world's sweetest man, Gentleman Jervis, and you're listening to Sports Guys Talking Wrestling
1: that's that's um, probably the best thing about wrestle circus coming back we get to see our dear friend gentleman (laughs) jervis
3: i wouldn't say that's the only thing i think there's a lot no i didn't say
1: only thing but that's probably among the best things well it would be good to
3: see him again i know there's a lot of fans looking forward to seeing him come back as well
1: absolutely Sports guys talking wrestling, Stu Myrick, Justin Smash Simmons on the horn. It is a huge weekend in wrestling for being Easter weekend. There's a lot of wrestling going on. And so we got to let you know all about it. So we will start Thursday night because, hey, people start the weekend early. So does wrestling. So main event pro wrestling presents collision course. Thursday at the Marshall Convention Center in Marshall, up in Northeast Texas. Bell Time, 7 p.m. Big Daddy Yum Yum, Nathan Jolly, and Will Alday among those scheduled to appear at Main Event Pro Wrestling Thursday night in Marshall. Texoma Pro Wrestling presents their 11th anniversary show Friday night at the Sherman Elks Lodge in Sherman. Bell Time, 8 p.m. Tim Storm, Jerome Daniels, Chandler Hopkins, and Short Sleeve Sampson among those scheduled to appear that's texoma pro wrestling's 11th anniversary happy anniversary to them friday night in sherman the laredo wrestling alliance comes a little east they are presenting gonna break your broken rules friday at the king's and queen's ballroom in new braunfels
3: wow it's pretty far away from that (laughs) it's it's a drive
1: bell time 7 p.m stud Tacular bryson scott will be there 50 caliber baron brown will be there barrett brown excuse me will be there the NWA world women's champion jazz will be there as well as moonshine mantel and more that's Laredo wrestling alliance Friday night in New Braunfels hurricane pro wrestling presents live pro wrestling Saturday at the Ford Park exhibit hall in Beaumont bell time 7pm pump patrol will be there thunder rose will be there the latin heartthrob Gino and Heather Monroe among those scheduled to be in Beaumont for hurricane pro wrestling Saturday night Advanced Pro Wrestling presents Dynasty Saturday at the Grove at Hidden Oaks in Granbury. Bell time 8 p.m. Nobby Bryant, Action Jackson, Tejano Kid, and Ruben Rivera among those scheduled to appear. That's Advanced Pro Wrestling Saturday in Granbury. Mineral Wells Pro Wrestling presents Ram Anniversary Saturday at the Mineral Wells Expo Center. Bell time 7:30 p.m. The American Psycho Lance Hoyt will be there as, long, as well as Big Sed and John Allen, among others. That's Mineral Wells Pro Wrestling Saturday night in Mineral Wells. Metroplex Wrestling presents The Hateful Eight Saturday at MPX Arena in Bedford, Belltime 8 p.m. Jason Silver, Frankie Fisher, Kenny Steele, and Dave Segan. That's Metroplex Wrestling Saturday night in Bedford. And Heavy Metal Wrestling presents High and Dry Saturday at the Guillotine in San Antonio bell time 9 p.m. Masada will be there. Alex Garcia, Ethan Price, and Johnny Swole, among others. That's heavy metal wrestling Saturday night in San Antonio. And that's a look at independent wrestling happening this week. Make sure you go see some. What a fun way to spend Easter weekend.
3: (laughs) Well, I was going to say, make sure you take your poncho if you're going to go watch Masada. You're gonna need it, especially if are in the first three rows. You might yeah, get wet. You might
1: yeah. <laughs> you might get wet. Um with somebody's blood. And s- just saying. Yeah, somebody will end up with a porcupine head. Yeah. So hopefully Masada <laughs> has his skewers all stocked up. So uh what a what a great event what a great weekend. Should be a lot of fun. Uh what do you got going this weekend? For uh, Easter weekend.
3: Well, hopefully I'll get to eat some decent food on Easter and maybe I'm not sure if there's going to be Easter egg hunt involved. I'm, I'm probably a little too old for that now and, and I don't have any kids of my own. So it's like I don't have really an excuse. I do have some. I'm young, there with you. i got some nephews and young cousins, though. So, you know, sometimes some, I get on those. <laughs> yeah,
1: bum some chocolate off of them. There you
3: go. Oh, well, we have the cascarones, so we. Just, oh, that's right. So yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, we yeah, smash them the on the each other's heads. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely taking a couple when Absolutely. I get my hands on them. But uh, other than that, it's. The And I guess this is kind of dear to my heart because I actually competed um, in a similar event. They didn't have a D1A national championship playoff when I was playing. There was a national playoff for college rugby at the time, but it was called something else. But this is the closest thing to it. So I got uh, four games on Flow Rugby this Saturday. Uh, This is the round. This is the... I guess you can call it the Elite Eight as they work their way to the semifinal. But there's some good rugby to be played. So I'm hoping for some really good games, considering that we saw a couple of blowouts in the first round, which was the round of 16. So the, the games definitely get harder. The teams definitely get better. And you can catch all of that on Flow Rugby. Uh, my, myself and Tim Wilkes will have the call for you, uh, all four games. That's Very side. nice.
1: Check that out. Flow Rugby. I'm taking the weekend free and off. It's first weekend I've had off in a long time. So I'm going to lay low. (laughs) I might might go see a little wrestling. But other than that,
3: well, what about checking out the uh, (sighs) WWE Network's uh, hidden vault?
1: That's right. They just added a bunch of old Mid-South wrestling episodes. I saw the tweet from our uh, friend of the show, Ted DiBiase, about that. So may have to check some of those out. So, yeah, probably do a little binge watching. You know, we'll see.
3: Maybe catch up on some laundry.
1: I actually did laundry. We're <laughs> okay, good on God, laundry. I was going
3: to say, man, you've been traveling a lot. I yeah, don't know when you find the time laundry, to do that. So
1: got that taken care of. So um, that'll do it for this week. Sports guys talking wrestling uh, next week. More wrestling. More talk. We got a few more shows. And I we think we're going to try to get Johnny Mantell, Cowboy Johnny Mantell on to update us on what's oh, happening for you know, induction weekend.
3: That's right. If you haven't got your tickets yet, you should go check them out on uh, the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame website. or your tickets.
1: pwhf.org. Mm -hmm. gets tickets now. I know our friend George Napolitano will be there because he confirmed for me he will be there, so... He's uh, looking forward to it.
3: But, I mean, you know, we, we already know that the Dirty Blondes are going to be in attendance because they're yes. going to wrestle and they're a great tag team. If you haven't got to see them live Absolutely. or MLW, this is a good chance to see them. And there's a lot of big stars that are going to be making their way to Wichita Falls this year. And I'm looking forward to meeting a few in person and getting to hear the stories. I mean, Absolutely. this is the weekend. If you really love, like, old-school professional wrestling, that is the weekend to go meet these legends in person because, unfortunately, you just don't know. I mean, time just goes by so quickly you just never know how long how much longer they'll be around to tell these stories in person
1: absolutely so pwhf.org for all the details get your tickets for the induction weekend join us up in wichita falls in may uh you can follow justin smash simmons on twitter instagram and twitch at the smash simmons you can follow me on twitter and instagram at Stu myrick that's s-t-e-w-m-y-r-i-c-k you can follow the show on twitter at s-g-t-w-a-t-x- You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at SportsGuysTalkingWrestling. We are proud to be the official broadcast partner of the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. And we're proud to be part of the great lineup you hear every day. On the flagship station for the Texas Longhorns, we are The Horn. 104.9 AM 1260. Catch us Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central on 104.9 The Horn. Or you can catch us anytime on demand by going to hornfm.com. Click on the On Air tab or by subscribing to us on your favorite podcast platform. Our thanks to Al Leonard from Wrestle Circus for joining us, and our thanks to you for giving us a little bit of your time tonight. For Justin, I'm Stu. We will see you at the matches. Goodbye and good
0: Mwah. night bang!